Hello. Thanks for listening to Tea with Terry. We hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. And if you are, we'd appreciate you hitting the like button and maybe leaving a review and uh, also subscribing. If you'd like to contact us, reach out to us on Instagram at Tea with Terry Podcast. Now, on to the show. Hey, Terry. Hi, Steve. How is uh, how is your Steve, day going today? You know, I woke up with a lot of plans and it's 4.45 and really, I've done none of them. Oh. But I did manage to squeeze But you've in. only been awake for half an hour then, Well, that's right? true. That part's true. I did manage to peel a mango, which I watched a video on how to do it right since I've obviously been doing it wrong. Is that really a technical thing? Peeling mango peeling? Yeah. It, have you ever peeled a mango? I don't like mangoes. Okay, well then, there you go. You don't know. It's hard. I did Because it's that. got this mystery middle. I don't know if it's a seed or just the gross part, but you have to kind of cut around it. So, anywho, I watched a video. <laughs> if you cut on, into the, if you cut in the mystery middle, then then it's not edible, and you have to throw the whole thing no, away, or what? It's, it's not. It's not good. You don't want to eat the mystery middle. It must be a seed, but it's not a seed like an avocado, where you can clearly see that it is a seed. A mango is a whole different kind of a deal so you know, it's probably I like in that, in that movie ultraviolet uh which you, you saw ultraviolet right no okay well anyway she was carrying this package they said don't look inside and she looked inside and saw that it was a human child and it changed everything so maybe maybe there's mango children in there and you're throwing they don't want you to see it because it'll make you think different about the mango well you and the poor dead children yeah no it is just a process. <laughs> so that's what I did. I cut two mangoes and then I looked at some recipes that I'm not going to cook, but that I copied. And then I looked at some Airbnbs that I'm never going to stay in, but they sure looked nice. And then I saw that it was raining. So that canceled out my plan to go on a 15 mile run. That was never going to happen. So basically this day has been filled with Things that I was never really going to do, but I did. Oh, Does that make well, sense? That makes perfect sense. It's, that's, that's called a Monday for you, Yeah, right? exactly. Well, let me and ask you a question. every time I was going to get you know real busy and like actually make something out of something, I was like, Terry, it's Monday. Slow down. Pace yourself. You have five days of this and then the weekend and you have no plans. So why hurry? Why rush the process? Just don't do anything and catch up to yourself by Wednesday. So that's yeah. that's the way it's going to roll out for me. Yeah, there was some movie I can't remember, but John Levitz was the guy that played in it, and he was and his whole thing was just this new guy started, and he was just working and doing all this stuff, and the guy says, "What are you doing? Stop working so hard." That was you're Wall Street. It, is that what it was? Yeah, he's like, "Cut it out." Yeah, you're making it hard it was, for the Charlie rest of Sheen us. Charlie Sheen was like yeah. really going to town on his calls and stuff. <laughs> he's like, "No, no, slow down. That is not how we." do things phoebe and i watched that movie wolf of wall street i have never ever heard of that movie shut your mouth yes you have uh, the uh, wolf, wolf of wall street yeah oh you, do you mean wolf of wall street yes yes <laughs> that is what i said no you the said wolf, wolf of, of wall, wall street. street i don't know what that was but it's I, a very very good movie i heard it was just had a lot of like really dirty perverted scenes in it yeah it did that sounds like your kind of show right to watch with my daughter so yeah. that was exciting it's okay when i was uh, uh this is 20 years ago i guess but my grandmother came to visit and we're like what are, what are we gonna do with my grandmother she's it was a good old gal from, from kansas and so we're like well, let's watch a movie and so we looked on on the on demand and we said well this movie sounds kind of fun and it was the full monty 
which we had oh, no man. idea what it was. But right. to anybody that doesn't know, the Full Monty was about a group of out-of-work workers who decided to become male strippers. And so we so we put it on, and my grandmother loved it. And she just thought it was hilarious. Of course she did. And then we went to Dick's Last Resort the uh, the the next day before she left town and of course the waiter made her a, a, a balloon penis to put on her head oh my god and she thought that was the funniest thing she had ever seen so i don't think i should be like a travel agent to tell people what to do with their 80 no. year old especially grandmothers. not for your grandparents well i'm i'm probably the only person that really hates that restaurant dick's last resort i mean I, maybe i would like to work there but as far as like being on the other side i was like kiss me can i have some ketchup and she was like shut your damn mouth and get it yourself. And I was like, wait, I'm having deja vu from when I worked at Applebee's. I think that's how I talk to people. But there, I was like, ugh. Like, I didn't know really what to do with that. Like, do you say, no, you go get it? You work here? Or do you just quietly, yeah, massively it, go get it yourself? It's not for the super bougie people like you. It's well, for I the average like people. For like, get, your, get it yourself. You're like, like, hey, you suck. Go do your damn job. All right, I'll go do it. Because <laughs> I really don't like eating dinner inside a restaurant on a picnic table. What? That's awesome. I don't. I, I would prefer a picnic table to be exactly the name of it a picnic that now, that you means say that, outside you say that right now but i'm telling you right now we're gonna find some bougie place that's in written in some magazine and they're gonna Maybe. have like all oh, this rustic blah 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 and this blah 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 and organic g non-gmo blah 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 and you go in there it's all these old knottied up to up picnic table you're gonna be like how how nice no way no I, I will not because you can't scooch it out when you need to move so you're basically trapped i mean like if there's a fire you might go down i mean well, it's do you, not you don't easy like, to get uh, in and out then you, you don't like hooters no i don't like hooters Hooters is but awesome. Hooters when I've is, eaten at chicken Hooters, wings are some of the best chicken wings out there. I hate chicken wings. You know that. Why? You like That's chicken. why when you and Keith go to eat chicken wings, I don't go. Chicken wings are made from rats. Google it. Chicken wings are not made from rats. Chicken wings are made from rats. No, they're not. That's that's what they were made from rats. They are I not saw made... it on TV. Oh, then that makes it real. <laughs> yes. It's not they're not made from rats. It's not nutrient wings. Well, I mean it wasn't Sanjay Gupta talking about it, but it was somebody else at that time that I saw it. I felt like they were somewhat possibly reliable. I just yeah. don't like touching chicken. I don't like chicken legs either. If you can't eat it with a knife and a fork, well, chicken now chicken legs are made from rats. Well, there, that's why I don't like them. Yeah, no. I just like to eat my chicken with a knife and a fork. Well, you can eat in, a chicken wing with a knife and fork. It just takes a little bit longer than the, the way. There's nothing there. You've got to eat fifty bazillion to even feel like you got an appy. Well, it's weird, but you like to eat crawfish where you have to pull their guts off of their stuff and not do vain crap. Not even the same. Not it's, even it's in even the same. It's even grosser. Like, that's why I burn more calories eating crawfish than I do, I, than I take in because I can eat disgusting. probably 13 pounds of fresh bowl crawfish by myself in one sitting and then go back the next day and eat okay. 15 more pounds. Now, let like, me ask you a question. That is not a problem. Ha, ha, have you ever seen where a crawfish is raised? Yes. I lived course. next to I'm a crawfish pond. I saw what went into you. that pond, and then I saw what they took out. And trust me, it's disgusting. It's They're, they're basically sewage pods. Doesn't bother me a bit. So, so, doesn't bother me. Yeah, but you're worried about eating a chicken wing? I just don't enjoy them, Steve Barnes. That doesn't mean you should call them rats for the people that do enjoy them. I saw and I googled that chicken wings are made of rats. Well, you can google anything. I can say filet mignon is made of spam and i'll find somebody that's proved well it. i still don't want to eat on a picnic table and i still don't want to eat chicken wings so i'm not no, gonna do you know it. what i'm sorry yeah you have to have your your plated silver that's in the little guy that comes up with his little bitty crumbs 
spray thing and, and scrapes his crumbs away. And, oh, I, just, like, I do love that for sure. I can't stand that. I'm like, get away I from me. I love that when they do that. Probably the nicest restaurant I've ever been is called the San Angel Inn. They have the replica of it in Disney at Epcot. So it's like the, you know, the whatever. And it's got a, it's a hotel and a restaurant. Okay. And I think it used to be maybe where the nuns lived or something. But even Prince Charles and Diana went there. So a lot yeah. of famous people went there. But by the way. And Keith and I went there for our anniversary. Okay, wait, I'm going to cut you off and then you can get back into your story. Because I, I just thought of something like during that entire set of de- details that you gave that I'm going to have to cut out at some point, I got an idea for you. You know, like in the Oscars when somebody is going on and on and on and they need to cut them off so they can get on to the rest of the show. I think we're going to do special music that I can start just playing in the background while you're doing one of these things. And I thought about the perfect one will be the theme song of Chariots of Fire. Oh dear. Dun, 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 dun. And I'll just start wherever. Dun, dun. And you know, and then when you're telling me, you know, that's what Prince Charles did. I think that Prince Charles and I am well, like, the only reason why I included that was... But 94, but you know what? I think maybe there were a couple of people that were Wimbledon players that all... I, I may get mixed up. They may have been soccer players. I'm not sure. But, you know, what's important to know about this place is, did I tell you that it's one of the top restaurants and they have one in Epcot? And I think that Wolfgang Puck has even said that this was a great place and loved it. And now, now let me get to the details of the place. Are you done? You're never. <laughs> Well, the only reason I even mentioned that was just I've never been to a restaurant in my life that I could say that that caliber of people ate there. Oh, I have. Go to McDonald's. Uh, Most famous people have eaten at McDonald's. Moving on. You'll never know my story. Okay. All right. What's our topic? Our topic was stories of re- restaurants where famous Not, people You'll never know what happened. I'm never telling you. Ever. <laughs> I'm never. just telling you that. Never that, telling you. I'm telling you right now that I love going like to, to Dickie's Barbecue. Dickie's? Yeah, we love Dickie's. Yeah. You know what? They have picnic tables in there. But I don't sit at the picnic table. But they have You don't have to. You don't have to sit. You can just stand while you eat if you want. Well, um, I think I like Dickie's because obviously the... The um, food is amazing. You get to go through the line, get what you want. I don't get chicken wings. Their banana pudding is amazing. Like, I could swim around in it. It's, it's Why serve would yourself. You make it's just great. Pudding. Like, I don't understand, like, rice pudding and bread pudding. And, ugh. like, the only pudding you just really easy to make is chocolate pudding or vanilla pudding. Those I are like those pudding. rest of those are why would you put in something like a banana? And what do you put into a banana to turn it into a pudding? I just like banana pudding. Have you ever made banana pudding or bread pudding? Yeah. What, sure. Do, how do you how do you turn a banana into a pudding? You what do you smash do? Smash them. And that's it? So is it just smash bananas? Don't you add stuff to it? No. It's like regular vanilla pudding with bananas that are smashed up in there and then the vanilla wafers. That's the real key. Because what could be better than a vanilla wafer? So it's vanilla pudding, and then it's just with... Well, I think you can also buy banana-flavored pudding. Well, what about it's bread pudding? What's in bread pudding? Bread pudding is not... It doesn't even have pudding. Then why do they, they call, call it that? that? Is it just, isn't it just old know. bread that they didn't know what to do with, and they smash it up and put something to make well, it wet? Well, it's got like a really thick and amazing like bourbon sauce. I mean, the best bread pudding in the entire world is at Dickie Brennan's. Oh, my God. It is so... Good. They have chinot. They have chocolate bread pudding, but I but, love bread pudding. Phoebe uh, hates it. Sometimes yeah. it's got raisins. Sometimes it's yeah, got right. like super They got whatever random. they can do to cover up the flavor. I think. Well, it's okay that you don't like it. Ugh. It just leaves just more for pudding. Me. You have pudding. If you want bread, you have bread. Why do you want to put bread? Why don't they have banana pudding bread? Oh my god! Do you remember the time I cut bread in my own house and you freaked out, and then you whipped out of your pocket this giant 
bread cutter and I had to lay the bread on the special wood because otherwise I was scratching my pan. Oh my God. Yeah. You, you were cutting lo- a loaf of stuff of uh, French bread directly on the pan. Who cares? With just willy nilly, no angles on it. But when you come to French bread, sometimes I just pull it. I don't even cut it. You well, just leave it there and pull it off. That's what cavemen do, Terry. That's what cavemen well, do. So I don't you, know you'll, about just, that. you'll just attack a thing of bread like you like you grew up you know, you know, know, on the farm, but you don't want to eat on a picnic table. I didn't attack the bread. I'm just saying, like, you it doesn't have it, to. You mauled it, and it was it, it was an offense to all. Okay. I think I, I think Chef Paul Prudhomme was sitting in his grave crying if he's dead by now so when you did that. He was still alive when I did that. <laughs> that may have killed him. That may be Mister. Because I might, you know, I don't, I don't worry about things like that. Really? Like cutting my pans up? No. How do you not worry about cutting your pants? Like my cookie sheets have they they are fine, and when they get gross, I get new ones. Like oh, it's, they're I fine. forgot Terry's world. Yeah, like that little handheld vacuum that. You can just empty like you should, and I didn't, so I just threw it out and bought a new one. And after the third or fourth time, Keith was like, is this the same one? I was like, no, it is not. And he's like, well, did the other ones break? And I was like, no, they did not. So yeah, I got in trouble. You know what? I'm I'm siding with your husband on that one. Yeah, the idea of the world isn't disposable. We need to stop disposing of things like But my cookie sheets, I mean, I, I don't care about stuff like that. Like I cook and cut and peel and slice and mango i do it all i so do it we got, all i got a pizza pan that lisa and i bought back in 93 i guess i still have it does it have cuts on it some because people came over that weren't part of the barns uh under, understanding so the barns does not cook i mean does not cut it on a cookie sheet no because it's a cookie cut it's a cookie cooking sheet so not when a you make cook. your tentinio's pizza you jam it in there and then you take it out and then you put it on a proper wood block I put it on a plate. It? I have a square plate for the square pizza, and then I make it into okay. these little one inch by half inch little things that are amazing. Well, have you ever had it? Have you ever had a Titoni's pizza? No. What? No. You know what? I'm gonna I, I'm gonna introduce you to my to to. No, you're not. No. Have you had a? Have you ever had a cup of ramen noodles? Cup of noodles? Yeah, I mean, I was yeah. For, I went to college, but you didn't have the Titonis. Well, I don't know if they had those back then. Did you yeah, ever, have you ever had a Poncho's restaurant? No. With the, with the little flag you could raise when you wanted more from the buffet. I don't. We would like leave our face. flag at half mast because we didn't have any money. This is before all my roommates. Um, I'm not a work. buffet person, Steve. No. I mean, we need to just go ahead and get straight to okay, it. Yeah, but this was in college. So I didn't I have money. Didn't. You talked about not having money when you were like in, in Richmond. Look, I just ate crackers. I well, mean, I, I didn't. I still didn't I, go to the buffet. I, I, you know, I was still at the point where my metabolism was burning four or 5,000 calories a day, you know, at 19-year-old dude. But I had the budget of about 2,000 calories, if that. So Poncho's was like at three thirty in the afternoon. We all my all my whole apartment worth of people would all go to Poncho's, and then for like for four bucks you could have unlimited food. And so like I think I set the limit of twenty four flautas one day, and yeah, you know, they just keep bringing it and bringing it and bringing it, and that's that's how I was able to. They're maintain. probably not in business anymore. They just went out of business about three or four years ago. That's I think because the FDA started actually checking onto their restaurants or oh something. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, there was like a Chinese buffet in Shreveport. And every night they started, like the alarm went off. 
and the police would go and they would look through the windows with flashlights and there was nobody in there. So we're like, whatever. And the next night the alarm went off and they went, nobody was there. I mean, this went on a couple times. So they ended up putting cameras. They had it on the news. They were rats eating out. They didn't pick up their buffet food at night. So these huge rats just lived like waiting tick talk. Oh, it's midnight. Let's do this. So they would climb all over the food and that's what was setting off the alarm. Yeah, so that was pretty much the end of it. That's for actually me. pretty good because that way the rats were eating the, the top layer of stuff that wasn't, wasn't fresh anymore. And then you had fresh food the next morning. I'm out. Yeah. So anyway, that's it. But um, I don't need that. Every international hotel that I stay at, they all have breakfast buffets and they're all freaking yeah 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 they're real big on buffets and in those nations well especially out in asia because in asia they cater to people from all over the world the breakfast buffets are just <laughs> ridiculous they'll have dim sum they'll have you know they'll have eggs and bacon they'll have the stupid beans from the people from the uk they'll have uh they'll have sushi Basically, they have everything you would have in dinner, lunch and breakfast from 50 different countries in this one buffet. Well, I do love that. Yeah, it was we, amazing. When we, I've never been to the Asian countries as an adult, but Keith and I did go to Hawaii, and it was kind of what you're explaining. Like, it was a Japanese hotel that we were staying at, and the buffet was amazing. And it started at, like, maybe 9, and it went to lunch. So, it was, like, it was just open all the time. But... When you went to sit down at the table, the birds were everywhere. So if you just walked away for one second, the birds would just like burp, just yeah. pile onto your plate and start eating it. <laughs> so Keith and I went through the buffet line together and we sat down and he was like, oh, crud, you know, I forgot to get syrup or whatever. So he went to go back to get it. And while he was gone, I got up too and took my plate with me because I didn't want the birds to eat it. And I came back and there was a thousand birds eating Keith's food. And so I just sat down and shooed the birds away and just kept on with it. And then Keith came with his syrup and sat down. And the people at the table next to us were like, hey, dude, don't eat that. Like the birds were on it. And Keith looked at me and I was like, "I were they? I don't know. And the lady <laughs> cut me the stink eye like, I can't believe you're about to let him eat that. But I didn't want him to get mad at me because I left his plate unattended. So, yeah, there was a thousand sparrows like pecking his pancakes and eating his eggs. And I was like, I don't know. I, I Did I see that? happened oh so, those yeah. birds those, those oh, birds i birds thought you meant different birds i didn't think those were bad yeah so. i thought you meant that flamingo that's way over there so i got busted right. learn something uh, well that's just like 100 like, from your stories i've definitely learned one thing never put you in charge of protecting food from wild animals like what be it monkeys be it birds be it anything never. else because you will not do it and i mean it was a hundred percent my fault and so what was i gonna say like Hey, it was my fault. Birds got your food. But why did you get up? Why didn't you just wait till you got back? Oh, who, who knows? I was in pain. I wanted sugar. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> they they said fresh crepes, and I was like, I'm I'm out of here. But I took my plate with me because I knew the birds were going to get on there. So maybe he should have taken his plate with him when he went to go get the syrup. Are you going to? Are you going to carry his plate with you too? So that way you just lessons learned. Yeah, it was just really embarrassing when she leaned over and Keith was like, huh. And then I was like, what? And then she was like, oh, you know what you saw and you didn't say anything. And I was like, I, yep, you're right about that. Yeah, you I should, did not. You should, yeah, you should have leaned over. He beats me at night. That's why I didn't right. say anything. I let birds get in <laughs> I don't know if we still, are we still not allowed to go to Hawaii? Uh, I think they have a 14-day uh, quarantine. So you go and you have to sit in a room for 14 days before you can do anything. Look, I, the, I would be fine with that. 
I mean, yeah. I, I, I like and somebody Hawaii, would else be I, cutting my mango and they told me, hey, you're in Hawaii and you just have to sit still and look at your gorgeous view and drink Mai Tais all day for 14 days. Yeah, but it's costing you $2,000 a day to do that. That's, that's where the problem so lies. what? <laughs> just, I mean, just, I don't mean it like, so what? But I mean, that's part of your vacation. No, it's not. It's part of you sitting there not getting to go on vacation because you're being quarantined. But that would be my ideal vacation is to be quarantined in Hawaii. I would rather not leave the house than have to go be quarantined in some other See, I'm afraid that I'm getting that don't want to leave your house situation. Oh, I, I totally want to leave my house. I don't want to leave my house to be stuck in another room just in a different place. What is that called? Narcolepsy. I, I, <laughs> what is it called where you're scared to go anywhere? I don't know. What, what keep, You're close, I think. Ugh. I think it's called arachnophobia. It's called phobia. It's called ugh, pho- being afraid to leave your house. Necrophilia. No, it's not that. That's not it. <laughs> now, if there's a lot of people with necrophilia around, I'm going to be afraid <laughs> to leave my house. That, that, that is true. <laughs> I'm not sure what that is, but I think it involves dead people. Um, don't tell me. It's called... Um, ugh. Is it? It's a syndrome. <laughs> it's not a syndrome. I have it. I think I'm getting it. It ends in phobia. Okay. It's not arachnophobia. S- it's not necrophilia. What does it start with? A. Adromeda. I don't know. What is it? Agoraphobia. I have it. They actually have this agoraphobia. I'm afraid to go anywhere. They have this movie that was on Netflix. Oh my god, I watched it for about 40 seconds, and yeah, she's got it, and she's like, got somebody broke in, or no, that's a different, that's a different story. Okay, this is, and then that woman had it in that movie with Sean Penn, where he's not all together, and he adopts that little girl, and he is. You know he's not he's not put together right, so everybody's trying to get the ba- the kid away from him and get it adopted out to Laura Dern, and his neighbor has it, and she goes to the court and she's just like sweating dun, 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 bullets, dun, dun, like oh I'm out of my house, dun, 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 stop it. Jack Nicholson had it, and as good as it gets, <laughs> didn't he have that? Um, or he just had severe OCD. No, he had he had um, mild agoraphobia, but he was also OCD, and he was just he was just freaked out all the time. And all. I'm not sure you're saying it correctly. It's agoraphobia. I'm pretty sure it's agoraphobia. I think you're putting the emphasis on the wrong word. You have the oh, tendency wait, are to you do telling that. me that I put the emphasis on the you wrong have the emphasis, word? You have a tendency to put the emphasis on the wrong syllable. It's agoraphobia. That's what I said. Agoraphobia. No, agoraphobia. You there's an O in there. Agoraphobia. Well, I have it. I think I'm getting it. I, 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 <laughs> let's see what agoraphobia is. Uh, it's the fear of leaving your home. Agoraphobia is yes. There is no agoraphobia. What's arachnophobia? That's scared of spiders. Oh, I definitely have. There was that. a movie called that, but no. So this movie I was trying to tell you about. This was a sudden syndrome that was taking over people that they became a sudden agoraphobics. They don't know what caused it, but it goes across the entire globe. No, every time they walk out, out of the building, out of any building, they immediately just have seizures and die. Oh, goodness. And it started out like one or two people. And one guy just wouldn't leave, and he kept hiding under his desk. And finally, like security said, well, you're fired. And they grab him, and they throw him out the door. And then he, and he, just he lands, died. and he starts seizing. And they're like, oh, my God, what do we do? And then eventually, this guy's trying to get to his girlfriend, and he goes through the tunnels of, of London. And it was actually, surprisingly, once you got into it, it was actually a very interesting movie. But it was just the idea of what happened if there was just mass agoraphobia for no reason. Well, I, I just COVID. think back to, let's just say a year ago at the same time. Not even back in 
March, like like a year ago at that, you know, September, October. So football season was start, football season was starting. You know, we were going to Baton Rouge for um, games and just on a daily basis. Like I would get up in the morning, go have lunch with your wife, run some errands, buy some whatnots, cook dinner, go out, go in, leave again, come back, go out again, change clothes, go to a nice dinner, out, come home, sleep for three days, get dressed, stay gone for three days. Like I just, I don't even, I was so busy. And now just cutting a mango, like that was like, check that box. I did it. I did something, did something new. I cut up a mango. I cut up a mango properly. I don't want to make it sound like I've never cut a mango, but I Googled it to make sure I was doing it right for that mystery center. So when I ran some errands over the weekend and I did go to a dinner out, but it was like, oh my gosh, I felt like I was going to the Academy Awards just because I put mascara on and brushed my hair. Like that's not something that I do every day anymore. Uh, I do put an oil treatment in my hair every night to keep it soft, but I haven't been to a salon since January. Like I might be in the Guinness Book of World Records as the longest any woman in Allen has ever gone without going to a salon. <laughs> I think I know so, a lot of people who could beat you on that, but that's okay. But that, not yeah, your but wife you're, but and you're, not my friends, not my husband, not you. You have got a haircut. I can one, look at it and see. I got one haircut and that was only because I was told I was forced to do it. Well, you did look like you lived in a cave. I was cutting my hair with dog trimmers, and I thought it looked just fine. Well, it didn't. So I'm <laughs> glad that you took that advice and so, did it right. Well, Terry, I think we're coming to the end of another broadcast day. So one last thing to say is go Saints tonight. and uh, Go Saints tonight. Who that? We will, we will talk, yes. uh, we'll talk next week. Okay. Awesome. Okay. See you. Bye. Dawn, that's the end.